Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. Do you ever feel frustrated? Well, your dog does. Frustration occurs when an animal is interrupted in reaching their goals. Unfortunately, this occurs all too often in the modern world when a dog's goals do not align with those of their human companion. This can be a source of distress for both you and your dog, but it can also lead to the development of problem behaviors and can damage the relationship that you have with your dog. But we have answers for you. Join us for a two-day in-person seminar October 5th and 6th with instruction by Daniel Shaw. Daniel Shaw is an animal behaviorist with a background in animal behavior, psychology, and neuroscience. He will be talking about what frustration is and how it can be identified, the difficulty of conventional approaches in resolving frustration, what influences the value of rewards, as well as supporting frustrated dogs and building frustration tolerance. You can buy early bird tickets now until August the 5th, and be sure that you join us for our pre-seminar social Friday evening where you can meet Daniel and the Dog Speak team. We look forward to seeing you October 5th and 6th in Nashville, Tennessee for the Neuroscience of Resolving Frustration in Dogs seminar. Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. Hope you're having a wonderful week. It's a holiday week. Woo-woo, yeah. Hope you get a chance to spend some time with family, friends, binge our episodes, do something fun, have fun with your dog. Eat a bunch of cookies. Eat a bunch. Okay, we've already been doing that. We've been eating a lot of sweets. It's been rough. So many sweets. I normally don't eat that many sweets, but it's been been rough. (sighs) My biggest thing, oh, man, our... A good friend of ours just gave us homemade coffee cake. She makes these, like, in my eyes, they should be world famous coffee <laughs> cakes every year. And I'm struggling because I'm about to eat the whole thing. Eat the whole dang thing. I feel like we should probably go ahead and cut it in half and freeze it until Christmas Day to share it with family. I'm going to share it with family. I don't, but I don't know if it'll last that long, honestly. Well, you know, who you should not share it with. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Your dog. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> that really worked out, didn't it? I mean, we all know there are things that dogs should not eat. However, I think it's important that we talk about some things that may not necessarily be toxic for dogs, but are just not healthy Yeah, for dogs. Um, actually, one of our, um, our intern... Uh, brought this up to us and said, you know, I think this would be a good episode because I'm aware of things like chocolate and, um, you know, the the toxic things that dogs have issues with, grapes, raisins. Sort of the well-known. The well-known ones. Yeah. But then she just didn't realize that there are some derivatives of sugar that can be an issue, which we're hearing more and more about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Xylitol. That's the biggest one. That's a huge one. Um, Because they use it as an artificial sweetener. Um, They'll use it in a lot of different things, mostly gum. You know, we've all heard about that. Dogs getting packs of gum, xylitol. Well, she was telling us a story of uh, she was giving her foster dog a probiotic. And the probiotic had xylitol in it. Um, Was it for dogs? Was it probiotic for dogs is what she said? 
Uh, I don't think so. I think it was okay. a generic sort of probiotic, but it was sweet with xylitol. It's just something you don't think would would be in there. But a probiotic? Why would we put why sugar would that in a probiotic? Be in there? Yeah, right to well, help with digestive needs. We, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Makes no sense. So we put sugar in everything. We really do, and it's a you know it's a whole other issue. And talk about the amount of sugar that are in dog food. Um, it's not appropriate. Uh, but I thought maybe we could just have a little relaxed episode, uh, not something as deep as we've been getting into. Mm-hmm. Just talk a little bit more about some, you know, some things to avoid this holiday with your dog. And I know you want to share that food and you want to give them, you know, you want to be a part of the festivities and you want them to enjoy themselves. But we have to be very careful that we keep them healthy, we keep them safe. And we don't allow them to get into things or allow our family members to feed items from the table that may not be very healthy for their dog. So we're not just, I'm not going to just talk toxic foods, just in general, you know, about us. We talk nutrition on this podcast and we still got to get our other advanced nutrition uh, episode back up because it just did not record well. But I think it's important we just talk about a few things. You know, yeah. even if a dog really enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that I used to do with my uh, Roddy, my second Roddy, I would let her eat my apple core. I had no idea. Is it toxic? The seeds are. Oh, don't they have cyanide or something in them? Um, is that a rumor? No, I think, true? no I think that's true. Um, it's, I don't think it's, cy- is it cyanide? It might be cyanide. See, look, I'm going to just look on my computer real quick. Do you want me to Google real quick? Like, I'm just going to pull it up and say apples, apple seeds have, is it cyanide? I want to say apple seeds, dog, it's got, um, well, it's just giving you a lot of, oh, it's it's cyanide. No, it's arsenic. Sorry. Oh, their digestion can make cyanide. Oh, see, this stuff gets crazy. Oh, Their yeah. Their digestion can make cyanide poison. You're right. So, um, yeah, this I'm telling you. It's actually in humans as well. It releases, that we shouldn't eat the seeds. It releases cyanide into the bloodstream. Yeah, so we have to be very yeah, careful. Not, not arsenic, it's cyanide. Not arsenic. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's yeah. the rumor is that it's arsenic. It's cyanide, which, cyanide. oh, surprise. There you go. Might be worse. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's all bad. So it all it all doesn't feel good. So if you're um, making your dog's raw food, don't throw the whole apple in there. Correct. Take the seeds out, cut it up, and puree it. Um, yeah, and that that is a very important thing to talk about. Of you know, if you're feeding a raw diet, what are you feeding as far as veggies and fruits and, and things of that nature? So, so I just kind of made a list. And and guys, you can get online and find so much information on this. I mean, we're not vets. We don't specialize in toxic foods or foods that are not good for dogs. I simply did a, a Google search mm-hmm. and made some notes. Yeah, but it's good. We'll we'll do some of the work for you yeah. before the holidays. Yeah, so if you're driving a family, maybe you yeah. just want to listen to this or you want to drown your family out, put your headphones in and listen to this. <laughs> you're real desperate if this is what you're choosing. <laughs> but I would, say, I would say there was a few things I was kind of surprised about. Um, again, not saying toxic, but just don't. You know, it's not the best thing to feed. Uh-huh. So let's just talk those kind of things we know about. Chocolate, white chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, all chocolate. I know that some people say, well, what about like the chocolate cake that my dog had for his birthday? Well, it's probably made with carob, 
Yes. Dogs are not toxic to carob. Not chocolate. It is not chocolate. Um, other things like grapes, raisins. This includes your wine. Please don't feed your dog your wine. I mean, we do have dogs who you got to watch because they will go drink You do it. have to watch. Um, like, yeah, really My watch. dog will knock over a beard so she can try to drink it. Yes, she will. She's a heathen. Um, so that just comes up with alcohol in general. Please don't be giving yeah, your no, animal alcohol. Um, there are people who think it's funny to get their dog drunk. It's not. Yeah, I was a teenager once. And so anyway. What? <laughs> I gave my dog beer. You know, she was a cool dog. But that's the thing is, it, you know, you're a kid, you're ignorant, whatever. I'm judging you. Right I now. shouldn't have been drinking. I wasn't even of age. Uh, okay. right? I, I don't even care that you were underage drinking. I know. I'm pissed at you for, I know, for giving, giving my dog, dog right? beer. Um, I tell you, so one that you hear about a lot is avocados, but then you see that, that there's avocados in food, mm-hmm. um, and they talk about avocados. The avocado itself is not the problem. It's the skin, the peeling, or the seed. The pit. Uh, yeah, so you've got to really stay away from those things. Uh, so you don't want to, um, you know, if you want to use some avocado, just like we would. We don't eat the skin. We don't eat the peeling. We don't eat the seed. And there are some people who do. Okay, well. I just want I, you to know that. Yeah, I did not realize that. But I've seen recipes for chocolate-covered avocado pits. Really? Yeah. How do you even eat that? I, it's hard. Apparently, it's a thing. Does it get soft if you cook it or something? I, I didn't read it. I had no interest. I feel like I need to read that now. I mean, really, that's something I feel like I need to read. Um, banana pills. Some dogs really like to eat banana pills. Not healthy, not good for them. Can't imagine. So, um, but the problem is they're high. The banana peel itself is high in fiber, so it's difficult for the dog to digest. So again, mm. not a toxic issue, All right? But if your if your dog's having some GI issues, then let's look at what have they put in their mouth, All right? Some people would yeah. think, well, it's just a banana peel. Bananas, dogs eat bananas. Banana peel should be fine. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, which I thought was really interesting. And, um, I mean, you know, a lot of people talk about, well, you know, mother's milk, uh, you know, the dog milk, all this great things, right? But dairy is not good for dogs. There's, there's a reason that dogs are weaned that most, that we're the only mammal that drinks milk past infancy. It's really weird, isn't it? No other animal does I love that. milk. So there's a reason dogs are weaned. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, so they have, is basically saying dairy products have generally been proven to be harmful uh, food for dogs. But this one I was surprised about. They specifically mentioned blue cheese. I mm. love blue cheese. I don't even know if my dog would eat blue cheese. It, basically, they're saying that, um, that it's just got, um, it's got chemical in it that's not... I guess in some other cheeses. That's because of the mold, and it's um, and it can cause uh, you know gastrointestinal issues, but also neurological issues. Mm, that makes sense. All right. So when we talk about you know anytime I'm dealing with behavior issues, I'm talking about nutrition anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably one of those things I need to. <laughs> is your dog's favorite snack blue cheese? Right. Do you feed blue maybe cheese? stop? I need to start asking. That. What human food are you giving your dog? Yeah. Right. So that I make sure that we're not you know allowing the dog to. Um, you know, eat these things that are may not be good for them. Uh, cherry pits, 
cherry flesh is fine, not the pit. Again, who wants to eat the pit? Yeah. Have you found a chocolate-covered cherry pit? I think it's just chocolate-covered no. cherries. No, but I think that all pits in general, peaches. Um, yeah. All the, all the pits of, and seeds and yeah. things of that nature need to be avoided. Um, you know, they say avoid cat food, but truly, I mean, cat food is just really, it should be higher in protein mm-hmm. and fat. Um, I don't see it any different than some of the crappy treats I've seen out there. Yeah. I don't, but I can see why that would cause some it could, upset. Some GI issues, yeah. not used to it. Um, make sure, though, that, you know, it, it's not the end of the world. I've used it as treats before. Just your dog shouldn't be on a full diet of it. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. This one was inter- interesting, too, for me, because it's something, again, I just don't think about. We think about onions and garlic, mm-hmm. right? So you can use, like, garlic powder. And like dog food, and, and I used garlic powder uh, when I was feeding raw. Mostly helps with like mosquitoes and things of that nature. But you can't do like raw garlic, raw onions, right? right? Chives. Something as simple as chives. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I mean, you think about a dog eating wild onions and their stomach hurts. Yeah. But that probably makes it worse. Yeah, so or maybe they get the upset from eating them in the yard in the first place. Well, it talks about that they can, um, because I'm not even going to try to, to pronounce some of these words that some of these things have, <laughs> right? Just Google. But that um, the chives can um, actually um, create to anemia, can create anemia, can create to anemia, can create anemia hmm. in dogs. Um, so yeah, it can lead to falling in red blood cells and cause ruptures. So symptoms to look out for is weakness, lethargy, bad breath, uh, vomiting, diarrhea, red-tinged urine, and seizures. Oh, wow. And I wonder how many veterinarians, when they get a, when they get a dog in, if they sit and ask about all those. Because you think, you just assume, right, as a pet owner, you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to ask if the dog's gotten into chives. Mm-hmm. But maybe we need to be a little bit more aware of these things. Yeah, I mean, that's usually a standard ask from a vet. Have they eaten any plants, including grasses? Because there are toxic grasses. Yes. So it's usually like the first standard. Of course, there are a lot of times you don't know if your dog's outside the yard. Exactly. You know, like flower, like what's, what is it, mums that are, or marigold? Which one is it? Mums, I think, are. Very toxic. And also there are Christmas plants. Yeah. Yeah. To both cats and dogs. Yes, cats and dogs. So Um, that's something to watch out for this this season. Even if it's just a small nibbling. Mm -hmm. Because we have one cat who loves to nibble plants. She's not touched our... um, Unfortunately. Poinsettias. Poinsettias, has she? Mm -mm. So, right. So poinsettias is something that's very... They're up where she can Toxic. Um, Speaking of yards, mushrooms. Mm-hmm. You know, certain mushrooms that grow in the yard, um, try to stay away from those mushroom plants. Um, you know, one of those things. <laughs> Just little. Um, obviously, any caffeine, coffee and tea, as you were talking about, the cat puts her paw on your coffee when you leave it here. Yeah, I love me some litter and cream in my coffee in right? the morning. It's, I know. She- <laughs> It's little things, just the little things, right? Um, obviously, no sugar and candy, including xylitol, artificial sweeteners, all those. Yeah, things. xylitol will kill your dog. Yes, it is not just a, an upset stomach. Correct. Uh, we had a friend here years ago who was walking her dog. We lived in a condo complex, and her uh, 
Belgian Turv ate a pack of gum before she could get it from her. So, uh, emergency vet trip there. Yep. Lots of vomiting. Yep. And I and I remember when I was working at the vet, we had this little long-haired dachshund come in. She'd eaten a box of assorted chocolates. Aww. And they brought her in, and uh, yeah, we made her throw up. And I will say it was the best-smelling throw-up I'd ever smelled. <laughs> um, but thank goodness we got it all up. Because it wouldn't take much with her being as small as she was baby. for her to yeah. yeah to be killed by that. Um, another one is, um, and I know a lot of people have probably tried have probably done this, but corn cobs. All right, so um, letting your dogs just eat the corn cob itself is that like something people do for like treats or just it can cause intestinal blockage. Keep um, the dog busy. It can, it, yeah, it can just be gnawed on, right? Oh, so good okay. in chewing, but it can cause the intestinal blockage. So look at it; it's kind of a kind of a chew enjoying. Kind of, I mean, you're not going to really bite it in half. I don't think. I mean, they could. Yeah, I think it's probably in the in that same category as like a rawhide. Yeah. Like don't. Oh yeah, because they they cannot and they cannot digest the corn. Right. Um, I've heard stories of when people have put their dogs on a raw diet and they've thrown up um, corn that they got like years ago. Ew. Yeah. That I mean, it's insane. It just sits there in the in the gut. That's yeah. So stay away from that. Another one that this is this is probably one of the biggest ones for people is giving them uh, the fats. The fat trimmings off of whether you're turkey or ham or whatever you're making, uh, fat trimming and any bones, any cooked bones, you've got to stay away from that. Do not be giving your dog those things. Um, the bones are cooked; they're soft. They can splinter. They can perforate your dog's intestinal tract. Um, obviously, they can also choke. All those fun things no that one wants no that. one wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, um, but also just try to stay away from the fat trimming. That's just very fattening. And dogs do not need all that fat. A lot of Facebook posts after Thanksgiving about uh, dogs with the runs. And pancreatitis. <laughs> and pancreatitis because of fat trimming. Turkey fat, ham fat. Yeah. And if you can't trust your family members, put your dog away. Sometimes it's better just not to have your dog and you know out and about during or just the feeding get time. New family members, or get new family members. I don't think that's how that let works. Your, let your dog be. <laughs> let your dog be. <laughs> As our dogs are not ever invited over to grandma and grandpa's, and not because our, we have bad dogs, but my parents don't like dogs in the house. So I know they're like people are like going, "What? That's insane." Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Not everybody likes it, but that's okay. Um, fruit and vegetable juice, something else you just don't think about, right? You got the kids around, they're eating, uh, or they're drinking juice and they spill on the floor and you let the dog clean it up, not thinking about it. But most fruit and vegetable juices have added sugar. Mm-hmm. So again, just one more thing to kind of think about. Or they have alcohol in them. So don't give that to your dog either. Oh, that too. Yeah. That's just me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so one was, um, potatoes. Cause you see potatoes in a lot of food Yeah, and a lot of dog food. Um, the, so this is, I'm going to kind of just read because I thought it was really interesting for this. Um, they're talking about green potatoes. So raw potatoes, especially the green ones are known to be a highly toxic food for dogs. Solanine, which is a glyco, oh, this is fun. Glycoalkaloid, 
Don't make me say that fast. Is mostly produced in green or raw potatoes and is very toxic for your dog. It can cause heart problems and gastrointestinal upset. Raw potato and potato skin is also very harmful for dogs and contain caconine, which I hope I said that right, which can cause neurological system symptoms and kidney function disorder. So, you know, you're, you're making mashed potatoes, you're dropping potatoes on the floor. Obviously, if you have an 80-pound dog and it gets a slice of potatoes, you don't have to freak out. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, most of this, you're going to have to think about the size of the dog based on the amount of toxicity or the amount of, you know, inappropriate items going into the body. So don't be freaking out and running to the emergency vet. Um, but if your dog's eating a bunch of raw potatoes, yeah, you might have some problems. Uh, vomiting, tremors, heavy breathing, um, fever, loss of sensation. So there are a lot of things, but they just mention basically green potatoes mostly. Um, but I would just go with kind of any potato that, you know, just be careful. What about sweet potatoes? Those don't count, do they? Um, they did not add in sweet potatoes. Since, um, I mean, just but, saying because I use them, well, dehydrated for treats. Yes. But I think it's one of those that, again, because that is a natural sugar um, with the sweet potatoes, you're going to want to just limit the amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes right? sense. Right. Because they do. They make sweet potato treats and dehydrated um, you know, obviously keep all the, your medications put up because obviously, I mean, again, human meds, even though I know we share some, I'm on Zoloft. So are a couple of my dog clients. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. we can all share those. Um, but here's an, she interesting... doesn't mean she shares her meds with her clients. No, 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 she, no, I don't. They get their own prescription. The dogs are also on them. <laughs> they get their own prescription. <laughs> um, I thought this was a really interesting thing because I didn't even think about it is hops. Because a lot of people are making their beer at home, making a home brew. But isn't it? It's technically like a grain, so that would make sense. I guess so. Yeah. You wouldn't want to give that to your dog. Yeah, it says um, both uh, raw and spent hops are toxic. Um, So people who come, who home brew beer has has often seen hop and dog vomit. (laughs) If you're one of them, keep it as far away as possible from your little pooch. Mm. Yeah, so it can cause some, some serious... Oh, but they're saying that any breed can be affected by it, but Greyhounds, Labrador Retrievers, St. Bernard, Border Collie, and Dobermans are more susceptible to it. Well, it might be because they can't keep their mouths off things. Right. But it's vomiting with the presence of hops, the sudden elevation of body temperature, diarrhea, restlessness. Um, Yeah, rush to the vet immediately if your dog has consumed hops. Yeah, I can see Isabella would do that if they were around. If we had hops in the house, she would definitely go eat that. Probably. Real quick. Probably. Because, you know, beer. Yeah, because beer, <laughs> right? Um, you know, another one, uh, lemons and limes. I know how a lot of people like their dogs to lick lemon or lime because they want to see the face they make or see if they like it. Oh, that's mean. Um, they're not. I think it's mean to do that to a kid, too, though. So, yeah, right. But I... I'm just like fun police. <laughs> you really are. This I mean, my... as a human being child, yeah, you want to try lemon or lime? Absolutely. Go this for it. I you got to learn. This is why I have a border collie. We're the fun police. Yeah, you are the fun police. <laughs> because if you don't let the child try something they want to try, then they're going to be afraid I mean, to try things later. I mean, like the babies, where they, where they, oh, with, where they, they put them in their mouths. Oh, that's not very And they nice. don't have a choice. That's no. what I mean. I don't mean like your five-year-old's like, hey, can I try that? And you're like, yeah, sure. You're just going to be sour. You know, I'm talking. Yeah. A baby that can't tell you that they don't want that. That's true. So, okay. Fun, I'll give you that one. Fun, fun police. police. Uh, yeah, so stay away from the rind, the seeds, the peeling, all that good stuff. Just avoid it, please. Um, so another one, you know, again, 
a lot of people are going to go, a lot of people are going to go, what? Basically, no nut is good for dogs. That, yeah. Right? Um, but yet, what do we use a lot of? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. They do have peanut butter now made for dogs. Is there a difference, though, in tree nuts and and peanuts? Because, you know, peanuts aren't tree nuts, so. It could be. Uh, I, you know, I'm obviously not educated on that. But peanuts the one are very they, fattening. They, they talk but. about things like acorns. So, mostly, yeah, yeah probably going to be tree nuts, macadamia nuts, um, pistachios, almonds, mm-hmm. you know. Um, any So, really, any nut, or I guess you could say any tree nut. I guess would be the one. But also, you want to limit peanut butter anyway because it's fattening. Uh, but like I said, they do have a dog version now. Mm-hmm. We have some. Yes. Um, and they like it okay, don't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. We're good. That's awesome. Small doses. So, yeah. So, just be careful with uh, with all those extra other little nuts that you might have around for Christmas. Because I know that that's a lot of times people get mixed nuts for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they're just not thinking much of it. They're having a handful. It might be four different ones. And there's a peanut. But then they might give a macadamia nut. So, yeah. Just be very careful um, with your dogs and nuts. Um, and really try to, to avoid any of that. Um Persimmons, peaches, plums, you were talking about that um, as far as, um, you know, seeds, pits, pits, all those good things. Mustard and mustard seeds. I didn't think anything about mustard. Well, because why are you actually purposely giving your dog mustard, I guess, unless it's on like a hot dog? Well, and maybe it picks it up off the ground. Maybe somebody threw out their sandwich or hot dog with mustard on it. Oh. And the dog ate mustard, and it's a five-pound dog, and it's it a hot dog with mustard. And now they have diarrhea, vomiting, and abdominal pain. Oh. Well, darn. Right, so a small amount of mustard for an 80-pound dog is not going to be a thing, right? But you have a little five, six-pounder walking around eating a hot dog with mustard on it. It could cause some problems. Again, just some things to think about. Right? No, I don't want you, like, freaking out every time the dog tries to eat something. Don't make mm-hmm. the dog so afraid. Um, just be aware. That's big. All right? Uh, we talked about the mushroom plants, orange pills, any type of those pills. Pills. Peel. Peels. Um, pecans. Um, popcorn. <laughs> Popcorn's part of the corn family, obviously. Um, but obviously, uh, popcorn also is very high in sodium. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful. Dogs don't get dehydrated. I don't get dehydrated yeah. or obese Yeah, from eating popcorn. I love popcorn. Yeah. And popcorn is, again, it's a big one that people give at Christmas, give it holiday, mm-hmm. right? The special popcorn, caramel yeah. popcorn. Oh, yeah. So right? they've got, they're loaded with other stuff, too. Yeah. So you have to be really careful um, to make sure your dog is not getting into any of those. Uh, so... They do mention about, like, raw food, but to me, I think that raw food can be very healthy for a dog if done properly, correctly, and you got to educate yourself. Right. Um, I think that's the biggest. We're not even going to get into that on this episode because, well, Gray is our raw diet uh, specialist, but he's not here today. So, uh, we just want to talk about the, thing, the things to stay away we'll from. just talk about him behind his back. That's right. Um, salt. Do you want to try to stay away from Salt. Soda, which it goes into the caffeine, you know. Um, keep your cigarette butts away <laughs> from, 
from the dogs. So if you have family coming over and your dog is not used to having cigarettes in the yard, just make sure your family has a place to put their butts where they're not going to be blown by the wind or blown out in the yard. Or any recreational drugs for that or matter. Or any recreational drugs Let's for that matter. just throw it out there. Come on now, it's the holidays. We're not judging you. Just keep it away from your dog. <laughs> I just snorted on the episode. <laughs> and I'm keeping it in there. Uh, <laughs> for all our Colorado listeners. They already know. Washington keep listeners. It away yeah, from your keep dogs. it away from your dog. Um, yeast dough. So really kind of bread. Mm-hmm. Cooked bread. Non-cooked bread. Right? Just try to... Don't... Because that's an easy one. People drop bread all the time. Yeah. Let the dog eat it. Right? Or they think, oh, it's just a little piece of bread. Um, but just want to make sure that you're not you're not feeding that in excess. But make sure, especially if it's not cooked. Um, if it's not cooked and the dogs get it, it can raise in their stomach. Right? Which is going to cause um, some serious abdomen issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, don't please, let's not do that. Um, and then when the yeast ferments in the stomach, it changes into alcohol and can cause alcohol poisoning. Well, this is just a holly jolly episode. Holly jolly. So if you're, if you're making homemade bread, put it up somewhere where the dog has no access. Don't just keep it on your countertop. Again, just some things to think about. Cause I know we get all busy. We get a little busy around Christmas, around the holidays. Right. And we just tend to get, um, you know. Distracted. Distracted. That is, that's pretty much it. That's just distraction. So just be aware. Um, and again, you know, keep your dogs put away if you can't trust the family. Um, but even if it's not about feeding, if you have a dog who's stressed out or anxious or nervous, don't force them to be a part of the family gathering. You know, put them in a back room with some music or the TV on with a lickety mat or a stuffed frozen topple or um, you know, a good snuffle mat. Just give them something to do. Don't think that they need to be out and about with you and your family because they may not enjoy it. I mean, I know even I sometimes just need to go have a break somewhere. <laughs> so, and I'm a and I'm a pretty outgoing person. And if you need a break, take your dog for a walk. Yeah. So just use your dog as an excuse, right? <laughs> got, so staying. I've done it before, and it's, it works amazing. Yes, yeah, staying mentally healthy is important. Yeah. During the holiday season. Oh, we're just going to throw a bunch of things into this for episode, both, aren't we? For both of you. Uh, for both of you, right? So if you are just feeling a little stressed, just say, you know what? I need to take the dog for a walk. And take that five, ten minute little sniffy walk. Breathe. And then you can go back and handle your family. <laughs> uh, good luck with that. Uh, you know, so really just kind of be aware. Um, I know it can be overwhelming, but just be aware of your dog. Uh, be aware of um, how they're feeling, what their emotions are. Uh, and make sure they're just supervised if you have family, especially if you have family coming in and outdoors and your door doesn't, your dog doesn't have good door control, please put them away. We don't want to see a uh, Facebook post that says, you know, lost dog, dog ran out the door or dog has pancreatitis. Yeah. Right. Let's just, let's just see all the pictures of all the toys that your dog's got and all the new fun enrichment things that you got them and what new enrichment ideas you've come up with. Yay. And make sure you follow us on Instagram so you can see all the ones that Britt's been doing with Isabella. Mm-hmm. Isabella's gone off to get groomed right now. Yeah. And Where they use enrichment during grooming. Thank God. They are. Uh, they do use enrichment and they also um, are certified fear-free. Yep. So do you want to tell everybody? 
let me because I, I know a lot of you are not local yep. but i do want to I, th- I think we need to give a shout out to him because they're pretty phenomenal um and isabella has gone there a few times now um and we know a couple of the people that are working there um so if you're not local sorry you can find yourself a certified fear-free groomer um, in your area, I'm sure. You just have to look it up. Yes. Ask lots of questions with your groomers. Ask them how they handle dogs that, you know, may be a little bit more challenging. Yeah. And our um, our spa, just going to give them a shout out. Because they also, even if you don't use them, follow them just for the cute puppy pictures. Oh my God, their pictures are how ridiculous. How they get these great photos of these dogs. They had like 630 pictures uploaded the other day. I'm like... I want to like, sit here and watch, and look at every single one of them. I don't know them. what these dogs look like when they go in. But I when they come it, yeah. out, they're the cutest dogs I've ever they seen. They probably are the ugliest dogs going in. Nah. <laughs> uh, but it's Milk and Honey Paw Spa. They're in Dixon, Tennessee. Um, and they're awesome. So, yeah, just throwing that out there. Giving them a shout out for yeah. taking care of my girl. You can find them on Facebook. Are they on Instagram? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So give them a shout out and uh, follow them. And if you're local... Even if you're not in Dixon, it's worth the drive. Yeah. Um, because they also do a appointment time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, which which I love because um, – so I, I dropped her off at 1 o'clock today. And usually, you know, with her, and I'm not hating on other groomers because there are some great groomers out there who do this um, where you drop them off in the morning and pick them up in the afternoon. So I'm not hating on anybody by any means. But uh, what I like is that she is nervous. So I can drop her off at 1 and then there's a – you know, I pick her up a couple hours later rather than her she, being there from eight until four. Yeah. That's it. That's the only. Yeah. The difference there with. Yeah. You know. And it's really nice. And there may be, there are probably a lot of fear-free groomers who don't do that, but um, I appreciate that. Yeah. For my particular situation. Yeah. And ask questions. Ask questions with the groomers uh, because you don't want them being rough with your dog or, um, you know, if they're using enrichment, if if they're encouraging you to bring the dog in for just a quick little, you know, 20-minute mm-hmm. groom just to get them used to things. And, um, you know, if they're willing to work with you. But I know it can be tough. But one thing that we're going to probably start focusing a little bit more on in 2022 is going to be more husbandry, cooperative care. Mm-hmm. Um, we're adding in some new services for next year and um, and helping dogs get more comfortable when they're having to be groomed or get eye drops or ear drops, get their ears cleaned or nails trimmed or, yeah. you know, all of those things. Because we want that to be as stress-free as possible. Yeah. Uh, just like everything we talk about. We want the holidays to be stress-free for you and your dog, um, all your animals. Um, so take care of yourself. Take care of your animals. And I'm hoping that we'll be back next week with uh, Amanda doing an episode on Christmas puppies. Maybe we know the following week. I think she's out of town. Um, I, she is out of town, but I think we're going to do it via computer. Oh, cool. So, um, that's the plan. If we don't, then just we'll see bear with us. Year. We'll see you in the new year. <laughs> uh, but we are going to try to get another episode out next week. Um, and then we would love to hear from you guys about any ideas for episodes for 2022. Uh, anybody you think we need to get on here to interview? I have several things in mind. Um, we're just really excited for what 2022 is going to be bringing for Dog Speak and for our listeners, our supporters, um, our clients, customers. Uh, we're just very appreciative. It's been a it's been an amazing year. Um, the, the podcast has grown tremendously, and uh, very appreciative. And we will have uh, we do have merchandise on our website, and the new shirt should be getting up soon. 
we're waiting to see them in person. Mm -hmm. The prototype. The prototype, which is the Taming the Bitches since 1996, which Brittany still hates. But by golly, she got gray and I won. Fun police. Fun police again. So fun police. we're hoping that we'll have those on the website. Uh, we just order um, all of our stuff is through Bonfire. So it just makes it easy. You can get what you want and the size you want. We don't have to keep anything in stock. Um, and But we do appreciate you supporting us. And uh, you can just go through our website, dogspeak101.com, under shop, and uh, get your Dogspeak merchandise. Uh, and, you know, share the love. Become that Dogspeak geek you've always wanted to be. Right? Because you've become that. Word. Word. All right, guys. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. And we will hopefully be talking to you guys next week. We love you all. And just have a wonderful, wonderful time.